the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. I'm Mike Raley. And Phil Campbell is uh, sitting over there. Good morning. I'm glad you chose that seat because there's so many monitors in uh, here now that you can't see the person to, you, to my right. I know. That's why I sit here because I don't like not being able to see people when yeah. I'm talking with them. It'd be, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yep. Brother Rufus, he sits high and mighty. Yes, he up does. Up in his judge's well, chair. So I, I can't see his uh, brother Jason, but I feel his spirit. Feel his presence. Yes, you do. He's right behind you. He's, He's right got on your back. back. <laughs> he got my back. He's yeah, got he all does. of our backs. And I've got, yes, I've he got does. the best cheesecake here. Pound I, cake. Pound, pound I mean, cake. Pound cake. And uh, <clears throat> almost like my mama makes, but this dear Phil brings in these goodies and i think the people at the station smell it about a mile away because when she, well, had, when I, she I enters back, the door they show up i'm the town crier i go back there i say phil's here oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all i have to say you just ball yeah. your eyes out brother rigsby's kind of i don't know if he started his walk from the from the desk yet or not but he's he he hadn't gotten here. He's slow uh, getting here maybe it's because we don't have cinnamon i know this, this morning cindy and didn't have any she um I, I asked her to save me some apple fritters, so she did do that, but I forgot to ask her to save me cinnamon buns, so well, I'm sorry, Rick. That's okay. He can, so sorry. he can make do with the other fresh materials. Yes, he can. He can make do with all 28,000 calories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's, yep. Uh, but it's good stuff, and yep, it, it shows the good heartedness of our, our dear friend Phil. Or she's trying to kill us. No, I'm not. <laughs> hey, look, you know what? I'm I'm 77. If I can't have a little something I know, like that, if you can't if you can't have fun, that's right. Oh, the diabetics are coming out of the walls here, though. All of them. <laughs> what is yeah. 77? <clears throat> I know. I'm ch- well, if you just hang right there, I'm trying to catch up with you. <laughs> no, don't hang right there. Keep moving. <laughs> Keep moving. Keep moving along to a different different yeah, age. That's true. Yeah. Well, I am glad to see you all here, and uh, I'm probably one of the few people that uh, like this weather. I don't I, have to work outside, and I just, uh, it's cozy. Well, we, it is. As long as you're inside. <laughs> it is, and uh, we needed the rain. I mean, it was just going to be a matter of time until, you know, we're starting to put annuals and that sort of thing in around the 1st of May, and 
I certainly didn't need people start to start talking about drought. Yeah. I mean, we had a terrible one it was like really, in 08 and 09, and it was starting to get really dry. Yeah, here. it was. I was looking at the drought yeah. monitor for for uh, this week. Right. It came out on Thursday, and uh, there was a lot of yellow in central and eastern North Carolina, and there was some drought, actually, in a couple of counties down toward the coast, yeah. which is not unusual with that all that sandy soil, but... It is uh, something we don't want as the as the heat really starts getting in here. And well, we sure don't we dread it's, that, and we didn't quite need it all at one time. But that's not our that's not our choice. Uh, it's you know I'm I'm sorry for the the farmers that might have their crops already planted and might got a, you know might be a little bit flooded and then. They, well, can't, I don't they think won't be they, able to get in the field. That's the other thing. Yeah, the, to get things not ready. getting in the field is, I think, the worst part of right, it. And I don't, right. And I don't think most of them mind drought as much as they do a lot right. of rain. Right. Um, so. Well, Phil, I, I think you need to go ahead right off the bat and tell us what you can plant now. That's, I, <laughs> I had probably 20 questions last week. Right. Is it too early to do this, too early to do that? Of course, I, I we started with tomatoes. I said, Heck no! Over the no. years, I have tried. Uh, <clears throat> used to, you could buy these little things called plastic tents. Yeah, make a tent or like a teepee. Mm-hmm. I put them out there. One time, I put as experiment. I I rolled out heating coils. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And until the nature, Mother Nature, warms up that earth, I don't care how early you put out a tomato, it is not going to do anything. Until nature tells it to with the warm the warm soil. Right. Now you do have tomatoes now. We do. Um, I'll I'll get back to tomatoes in just a minute. But just just to talk about the soil, um, <laughs> it was funny because uh, back in the week, this gentleman had he came by last Saturday and I talked with him a little bit and he was saying some of his perennials hadn't come up yet, and I was like, well, sir, you've got to have the soil has got to warm up before things will start to break and come up and i said just because we've had a few 80 degree days doesn't mean that the soil's warm okay and 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 that people don't understand that because even in the greenhouses you can heat the greenhouses to 70 degrees but the ground under the flats of flowers does not get warm until the sun shines and gets everything really warm and it has to be consistent it can't just be one or two days mm-hmm. so i literally got down on the ground and he said are you okay and i was like yeah i'm fine i just want you to put your hand on the soil on the top of it and see how cold it still is and then realize that down under this is even colder and I mean, I don't know what the temperature is, but I can feel it with my hand and tell that it's got a spider over here. That it's much, uh, that it's it's too cold for a lot of things to break the ground. Like hostas are just starting to break. Uh, some of the uh, perennials that die back in the winter haven't started to to really come up. I've noticed flocks is breaking. <clears throat> right, right. It's just beginning to. So, well, what kind of annual can you put out now? Well. So let's get back to annuals and tomatoes. I would possibly, possibly trust petunias right now. I think they'll be fine. So if you want to put some petunias, if you've just got to have some color for Easter weekend, um, petunias will be fine. What about dianthus? Uh, dianthus will be fine. They, 
They sort of went around. Dianthus, yeah, dianthus. <clears throat> people plant annual dianthus in the spring, and I mean in the fall, and then you know there's the perennial dianthus. Right. But um, so, but um, I mean, here's here's the deal. We had tomatoes. We have tomatoes, and we also have um, peppers out. But we're going to put those back under cover, okay? And and the reason is it's going to be 38 for three nights. And I knew it was going to happen. And so it was like you need to be really careful and cautious about your flowers right now. Uh, marigolds and geraniums can take a little bit of cold. But if we have a heavy frost, that's not going to be good. And we possibly could. And definitely not impatience. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it's, you know, we had a few out on the table yesterday, but we've been telling people, I mean, the only reason we brought them out was because people are asking for them, but we're we're telling people, be careful. You know, the only reason, if you want to take these home and sit them in your garage for a few days and then look at the weather out for a week or so, um, but... But this weekend, typically Easter weekend, I don't care what date Easter weekend is. You think about how many times you've gotten up on Easter morning and people are going to sunrise service and they go and it's 32 or 35 degrees or 40. And everybody's freezing. Everybody puts on their Easter finest and they have to put a coat on to, to hide their frilly dresses because... You, you know, it gets it gets chilly for some reason. It's just the way life is, and it's always been that way. Um, of my of my uh, lifetime, I can remember many times. You know, the pastor said, "I think we ought to just go inside the sanctuary and have you know sunrise service," and that was fine with everybody because they were freezing to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, so <clears throat> I would not. The, and you talked about it, tomatoes. And peppers, if you put those in the ground, you're not getting ahead because the ground is still cold and they're going to sit there. And if we have, you know, we had two and a half inches of rain at the house yesterday. If we have more rain today, um, it's it's going to take a while for the ground to warm up. So it's, I would just be careful. I mean, if you've purchased things, fine, but you need to be careful the, uh, the next three nights. But stick them at least in the garage. Yep. And it, 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 it's okay to, to buy things because you get the, the prettiest and the best choice. Right. But be careful about sticking them in the ground. Well, Don't be, be patient. <laughs> right. What I'm asking people to do, if, if they want to do like a container garden or something like that to have it their front, on their front porch, then that would be fine. Um, like, you know, to put some geraniums and things like that. Um, they would be fine to do that, and that you know. But you just got to be careful. Okay, I got to ask this question. Right, my my dear friend and yours, and <clears throat> Mike's Big John, too early to hang out ferns, hanging basket ferns. If they're going to be undercover, you will be fine. John doesn't want to hang a hanging basket. He'll hit his head on him. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to. You listening, Big John? You got a duck, he's, John? He's you listening, have to have Big a Head high, John? A high porch. <laughs> but if you've got a porch that's covered, then you can put one under there. You should be fine with that. Okay, but 
you know, I've had people coming in this week asking for vinca and impatience, and they're being impatient about it, and they don't like it that I don't have it, but I'm, I don't like to sell. I like to educate people instead of selling them something twice. It's kind that's of a, nice. I'm I'm sitting line. back and, and just listening to y'all. <laughs> Sorry. So y'all are such veterans of, <laughs> no, of this I show that I, I don't mean to talk so you much. You don't need me. I, I'm glad this couch is over here. I think I'm going to go sit on it <laughs> and relax a little bit because I never right. get a chance to listen to the Weekend Gardener. You know, <laughs> okay, so. you sit back and listen. Yeah. No. Well, so. 90% of what I've learned is from Phil. <clears throat> no, I don't. You know, I've... Um, I've learned I've from pretty, everybody. Me too. And I've, Every single person. And I learn from experience. And I think that's the best teacher because then you really. Meaning you mess pay up attention. sometimes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And you, I, think you, I think you pay attention more if you've maybe lost a little money on the side there trying to get, in, get an early start. You're trying to. You what, are you talking about placing bets? No, no, no. Oh. Lost a little money, like try, yeah. <laughs> like trying to get ahead of every, your neighbor. I didn't know if you were betting on the masters. To, no, it's like, I'm going to have tomatoes before you do. No, oh, yeah. absolutely not. Well, Phil, let me tell you what I've observed about your, your place. As well as having a retail and a wholesale place, you have your own trees, shrubs, things like any other person. Now, a lot of nursery people don't do that. They, they, they have plants that somebody else grew. Uh, they're, they're not really true gardeners in the sense that they have things that, that's in their garden. If we're talking about a camellia bush, you've got some there 50 years old. Right. If we're talking <clears throat> about when, when tomatoes bloom, you've got tomatoes out yourself. And that's, that's the big difference in you and a lot of the now big box store. Uh, bless them. They, they may be good for some things, but the folks they have in there rarely have anything that is a personal growing habit of theirs that they can tell you about. They can tell you what the the book said do it at the box store, but but your place is full of indigenous plants, wildflowers, uh, you name it, and you you've been through it personally as a gardener on the side of being a garden retailer. Right. And it's the only garden center that has a mayor. <laughs> That's yeah. right. It's a, it's a town and a mayor <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, Mayor right. David. Right. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, the people, at, the people at the box stores, they're pushed so much to try to get everything done. Even if they have got a really nice garden at home, they certainly don't have time to talk with you about it. You know, they, I mean, they're just... They're required to to sell, 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 and check people out at the cash register and get people out of there, and um, unfortunately, don't have a lot of time to to take take the time to talk with people. Right. Um, so. Well, you, know, you don't know either whether that flat of flowers has come from Oregon or California. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I brought a couple things in this morning. I brought a um, a cutting off my sunshine ligustrum. And uh, we just had that put in last fall, and so I've I've watched it over the winter, and watched it this spring, and it is absolutely. If you want some like color, foliage color, it's one of the best plants to plant. 
So I have not seen any disease on it. I have not seen any insects on it. So we're just going to keep watching that. It's been in a good six, seven months now. I get, no, I put it in, I guess, the end of the summer. So it's a, it's so far I, I'm in for that. And then the other uh, cutting I brought in is from my banana tree. And it's actually a magnolia, a type of magnolia. It's, uh, it is absolutely full of blooms right now. And they, when you drive by it, and when I drive by it on the golf cart, it smells like banana pudding. Mm-hmm. And it just, uh, it's in the air. It's kind of like an Edgeworthia. You, you smell that smell, and it's like, wow. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So I've talked enough. I'll no, let you no, talk, I'm, Mr. Michael. I don't want to. I don't want to talk. I've well, talked the, enough for a lifetime. Yeah, the bloom is sort of what you would call minuscule. It's it's not a big bloom, but boy, does it pack a, an aroma. Well, it's kind of like the um, osmanthus fragrance, mm-hmm. um, except the bloom is bigger. But it hides kind of like a magnolia. It hides in this little brown case, a uh, fuzzy brown case, and then all of a sudden it pops out and. Only when it's fully open do you get the fragrance. So it's, um, I, I'm really liking that plant, and we'll see how. I hope it, I hope it's not one of those that'll, like the Prunus mume or something that'll live for a while, and then, or the Daphne, that I have under the pergola, in a half whiskey barrel, which is doing. I mean, it's probably got a half foot or more of new growth on it. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Well, don't so. don't talk to it that much. <laughs> I'm not. I just kind of go by it and look at you and, you know, don't put any water on it and that sort of thing. And it's, it's doing pretty good. So. Oh, that's it. Yeah. It, it, uh, so how long have you had a, a uh, or you've been selling these banana plants? We, I got this one when we first started, and it must have been about five or six years ago. This one, this one's probably, this one's, it looks about, very healthy. <clears throat> yes. And so it, is it planted? Yes. Someplace? Yes, it's planted. If you drive down the driveway, it's planted. You and keep going. You run right into it. How if big you, do they get? This one is probably twelve feet tall. All right. But it's boy, that's going to be shaped like a camellia. Yeah. If I had to say, it's okay. It's, and the it's leaves rounded. are. Leaves the, the are leaves look a similar. Bit, yeah. yeah, like yeah. a like a. Um, Oh, the fall blooming camellia, the right. sasanqua, but the, yep. the leaves are not as uh, leaves are lighter green, I right. think. But uh, it's very pretty it's got plant. Got the shiny magnolia appearance to it. Right, right. I would like to know if any listeners have had any trouble with their yuletide sasanqua. My yuletide has um, it died back, or it looks like it just looks so sick, and it. It's died back about halfway. It's got new growth coming out, but the new growth doesn't look that good. I'm not sure what's going on with it. I don't know. I'll have to take a look at mine. I've got well, mine. I, yeah. I did notice that mine this year did not produce as many blooms as, as has in the past. It bloomed really early last year, didn't it? Yeah, and, and I was, well, see, I was mine, concerned about that. Mine was fully budded, and it's t- the crazy thing is the buds are still on that bush. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's there's something going on with it and i wonder i was wondering if the 10 degree messed it up you know um well i'm sure that that had the help. potential to to mess up a lot of things right so, so yeah all right anyway. uh, 
919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. We'll take a break and be back with more on the WPTF Weekend Gardener at FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Yeah, we'll take Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mine is Rufus. Rufus is uh, cutting deals. The man is on the phone all the time with dignitaries and whatnot. <laughs> so let me turn. Is there Phil's mic on? Yeah. I'm I on. was losing my hearing. No, we're good. <laughs> I was probably back back too far no no the mic wasn't on i I should have should have uh that's my responsibility sort of you know it's kind of a good morning just to to get over there on that couch and take a little nap anyway you had a really good idea yeah it is kind of well i you know on on friday night saturdays uh, into saturday is when i get really good sleep and uh, i don't have to get up until 5 30 or 6 right <laughs> so I love it. I I try to I still try to go to bed early on Friday nights, and uh, it's uh, I am I feel so much better than I usually do during the week because right. it's just just hard to hard to deal with three fifteen. I never I don't just don't get enough sleep during the week, and naps don't help that much. No. It helps some. It just depends on how long some I think most of us take too long a nap and that's that's bad. My father in law was uh, a dairy farmer and smartest man I ever met. I had an engineering ag engineering degree from state and uh, he would come in to eat lunch and lie on the couch. He did it seven days a week. Uh lie on the couch for for about I don't think it was even thirty minutes. But he slept, he would sleep until his arm fell off the couch. <laughs> he'd wake yeah. up and he'd be refreshed. Yeah, yeah. My, my granny and granddaddy up in Alamance County had a, right in the dining room, actually, there was a, a wood stove. And then over in the corner, uh, there was a, a day bed. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, my granddad would come in for lunch, same thing. Yeah. And he'd lay back over there and, uh, take a little snooze and then back at it again right oh i, I guess it, should learn something from yeah. that but now johnny hood on the other other hand our morning guy here for many years would uh, go home and he said he would put on his pajamas and get in the bed and sleep i, I don't know how long he slept but he'd sleep for an hour or two at least wow and i don't i don't see it that that's i don't think that's good for you i'd It'd really be hard for me to get up and get going I again. I don't know how he, yeah, I don't know how he did that. Right, right. Uh, but at any rate, that's what he did. Everybody has has their own habits about things with crazy hours. So yeah, I just what I normally do is just conk out about eight thirty at night and mm-hmm. try to get a good night's well, rest. Well, you work all day long. Yeah. How many hours a day do you work? I go up there about six, six fifteen, somewhere like that, mm-hmm. and usually don't finish up i mean in the like right now i won't finish up till probably 6 6 30 again mm. yep. lord have mercy yeah well 
And fortunately, I've got Silverio up there. He helps me. He checks heaters, helps me check heaters and that yeah, sort of thing. So that's right. good. Well, so. you uh, you seem to be doing really well. So it, um, uh, it must agree with you, that, that lifestyle. Well, so. I love the flowers. They, yeah. they bring things. And you love the people, and the people who come to visit 40, Campbell yes, Road Nursery. Yes. The people and, and the flowers bring it all together. So, you know. You, the village of Campbell. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's maybe we should. You know, name it that. One of our friends that used to work for DOT, uh, Henry, actually got the Macedonia signs. There were two Macedonia signs up on uh, tri- what used to be Holly Springs Road, uh, Tryon Road now. And uh, when they tore all that up and took that fork out, mm-hmm. uh, he one was Kerry Macedonia Road, one was uh, Holly Springs Road where the split was, and he um, got the two Macedonia signs. So he's going to get us one. So, so uh, Rufus said the other day that David have to be uh, mayor of Macedonia then. So. Macedonia, that's a good, good biblical yeah. name. That's what the community, I mean, that's what it was yeah, named. How about that? So, yeah, that's some good history to Wake County. Well, I heard Phil yeah, talking something about uh, her work habits. She's a definite workaholic, but I've found that people who are – determined to be workaholics seem to live longer have a people purpose, enjoy have a their work for yeah. getting up in the morning long, yeah as long as they enjoy their work right so we'll just that uh, means that lazy people don't live very long is that <laughs> it right yeah. but you know yeah. i'm pretty much the kind of person i don't think too much about yesterday and i don't think too much about tomorrow i just kind of take it take it as it boy comes. i'm just the exact opposite i know you are exact opposite i need that you know we it's, there's, I mean, there's nothing we can do about anything that happened yesterday. That's what Melissa said. There's nothing. I mean, nothing if you, you really think about, about it. it, I mean, I don't want to start. No. Don't worry about it. You got to kind of let it go. And she and, doesn't worry about anything, and you, I worry about everything. Well, but if you hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, cross somebody a little bit, you just apologize and 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 keep yeah. on keep there on trucking, as they say. What's well, an old Baptist hymnal that goes, <laughs> "One day at a time, sweet Jesus." Yeah. Yeah. That, that just about says it. Yeah. Show me the so, way. Uh huh. One day at a time. And you know, I'm. I mean, tomorrow's. You know, tomorrow's. Everything's not going to go right tomorrow. That's. That's just well, the I'm, way life Melissa is. Melissa and I are ushering uh, tomorrow morning, so I hope everything goes well. Well, that'll be good. <laughs> you know, at a big church, you got to direct traffic. That's, that's part of what ushers do. That's right. And uh, you run across those thumpers. They'll thump the, the Bible thumpers. No, they'll, they'll thump the... Uh, we don't have any Bible thumpers in the Episcopal Church, Rufus. They'll I thump the of. collection plate. Oh. Oh, no, I, I haven't uh, run across... Course, that. No, you, you fancy folks don't deal much in cash anymore. Everybody's got their pledge. But That's true. Still in the, in the Three Forks Baptist Church, you've got a thumper occasionally. Oh, uh-huh. wow. He'll thump the collection plate and make it look like he put in a big wad. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How about I never that? heard that, Rufus. That's I great. have not I heard that. that. I've heard of Bible thumpers, but not plate thumpers. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> well, I'll watch for them tomorrow. I'll keep a, an eye on them and see if anybody does that, if anybody holds back. <laughs> i hope they're listening this morning yeah. so see have you have you ever been in a church where they pass a collection plate twice where well, they didn't get I, enough the first well, I time have. I've, I've been in, <laughs> in a lot of churches where they have a, a separate pastor's collection mm-hmm. 
And that's that's twice or uh-huh. a couple times three. <laughs> well, that's funny. Our, our our man our head man has a contract. So <laughs> 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 uh, and friends benefits. All right, 919-860-97. That's our religious segment That's for it. this morning on the Weekend yeah. Gardener. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, boy, you know, I, I I had a virus back in uh, and, and had pneumonia, and I still haven't gotten my fragrance, my smeller, back in intact. I can smell some things, but uh, some things taste still taste funny. But uh, so I'm, I'm – I think open the open the bud up and see if it yeah, smells. I've been eyeing off. this. I don't think it does yet. It has to. It has well, to it open. It doesn't up. to me, but uh, I've been worried about that. <clears throat> that's 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 the funniest thing. It has to open all the way up, and then the fragrance comes out. It's like a sweet Weird. Betsy, right? The sweet right, Betsy's exactly. are, are blooming right now too. Yep. They they're kind of brownish maroon. If you have something out there like that, and some of them don't have any fragrance at all. Right. And some do. So this is a good time of year to buy this banana. What is it technically called? Don't ask me because Lane and I were talking about this. And they came out. There's one called Serendipity. And this is not Serendipity. I know it isn't. This is the first one that came out. And then they came out with a couple more. So we were trying to figure out which one this is because... It was. They've come out with a couple, and this one is not one of those. Uh, there's one that has more of a maroon stem and bloom to it. Well, just go, I just, I'm looking up uh, at the University of Florida banana shrub. You're probably going to get a banana tree out of that one. And it, well, it says banana shrub. Does it? Yeah, okay. and uh, it mentions uh, port wine. Mm-hmm. As one uh, one variety, it doesn't have another name for it that I see. I'm looking to see if there's another variety. So let me, oh, okay. let me check. Let me check that out. I texted her and she didn't text me back. I feel well, I she, feel slighted. Well, she might not have been working right then. <laughs> I know. She probably got a hundred million of them. We're talking about something else that's uh, going to be announced, and we'll. Let me see. It's called a. It's a magnolia. Oh, I did get a. I just got a text from from Miss Monica. Do you mind having ha, having to call me? Okay, she she's going to be on on this morning with oh, us. Oh, I'm glad of that. All right. So I don't I don't see anything but port port wine. Is okay. that a port wine? Mm. It's got the. Uh, it's got the. It has rose to maroon flowers. No. I think that. Well, there's maroon over there. A little bit on there, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Rufus, do you have one? I had one about 20 feet tall, and it flat died because a a person with a weed eater ringed it real badly. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well. That's bad. I think you need to try again. I miss it. I hope uh, I probably I, I planted it in a place that has shade, but I think it's got a lot of. It, it was looking rough last year uh, as it really started heating up because the roots were small and it was it was near a uh, big pine tree. So it well, mine was got, in full full sun and seemed to adore it. Really, 
Absolutely. I thought you were supposed to plant them in areas that don't have a lot of sun. but Mine's, mine's in full sun. Well, maybe that's my problem. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That's... Yeah, they, they keep calling it the banana shrub. Right. So all of you all of you go look for a banana shrub. I think you'll like them if you like something with fragrance. And we talk about plants with fragrance a lot on this show. The fragrant osmanthus in my landscape was blooming mm-hmm. last week. I haven't checked this week, but I think it was it was blooming. It so says, it, it, that's several times that it blooms each year. It'll either grow in sun or light shade. Light shade. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why. Maybe it was what was on the label. Maybe that's why I planted it there. I mean, it's going to get yeah. some sun, but uh, I don't know. I'll uh, If that doesn't work, I'll try try again because I love plants with fragrance on right. them. That's just kind of an added benefit. And having walking out and, and smelling a um, – winter jasmine or or winter sweet or some some of those plants in the winter Mm -hmm. uh, is just a joy it makes makes you feel good because a lot of things you you just can't smell a lot of things or most things don't bloom during the winter but that's uh and this uh this is a spring bloomer so you have to be careful phil i know a lot of a lot of people have blooming spring things and they want to prune everything right for sure that's the um, botanical name on it. Somebody mentioned Mume a while ago. Mm-hmm. I I noticed this year that they have the largest little fruits on them. Of course, they're not going to mature. Right. But I mean, these things are as big as a walnut. Uh, they they won't amount to anything, will they? No. Uh. Uh-uh. But just loaded, just the the limbs hanging down. Uh, and you said you had one that didn't do well one time. Are you the mic? The one at the corner when we were up there uh, passed away. <laughs> I think uh, it was getting too much water, actually. Which one? What are y'all talking about now? Prunus Moomay. Prunus Moomay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't know what it is about those plants. I dearly love them. Mm-hmm. but uh, I And there was one that was doing really well in it uh, on my walking route, and it just died last year. So they cut it down. And I've lost two over the years, but yeah. I sure do. I, I really enjoy them when I while I have them. Right. But they they are picky. I this one I know they like really good drainage. They're like those Daphne's. They like yeah. good drainage. Right. And it it had it didn't have a lot of sun, but it had sun. It was on the western side of my house, so yeah. I don't. Ours I, had tons of sun, but the but it was planted right at the the fence line uh where all the water came from to water the plants up at the nurse up at the uh, corner when we were up there so i'm sure it got way too much water you know okay well yeah, they are sort of picky but they they don't seem to want any particular kind of soil uh mine just sort of stuck in the ground i i, I think i've admitted about 15 years ago on this show that i have been known to take a shovel, <laughs> stick it in the ground, pull it apart a little bit, right, and stick a plant in the ground. Now, don't anybody emulate that. Well, it's... but there's certain things if you're well, as long as it ha- has soil contact and it's uh, shallow rooted. <clears throat> I mean, you right. know, like azaleas and Daphne. I mean, you know, they they're happy with that. 
we've got some that, that work. We're getting ready to do a lot of work on my house. And I, uh, Melissa said the other day as we were walking around the outside uh, that we, I've just got a huge mahonia. I've never seen a mahonia that big. And I've got to cut it back so people can paint and do whatnot. And also around the bottom of that thing, is uh is that daphne so yeah. i hate to disturb that i don't know what's uh i don't think i'll have to i think it's mainly the mahonia that i'm gonna have to destroy almost i gotta really i gotta really cut it back but it's but the mahonia and the daphne might be really good friends they, that's the problem <laughs> that's that's true you know, yeah. there may be some symbiotic relationship actually i saw a picture in the uh paper the other day of this uh go to the dog that were big buddies and they were up for adoption here somewhere in the triangle and whoever takes them is going to have to have the the dog and the goat together you know i'm sitting so, here uh i forgot to bring up the um the little comrex thing it's a company that uh, shows me who's on the line i forgot to do that and we have three callers oh my goodness uh so we we better we yeah. better get to them. Yeah. I apologize. It's yeah. thoroughly my fault. Steve Steve's uh, been golly, can't believe I did that. Um, Richard is in Raleigh. Richard, good morning. Uh, m- morning. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to speak briefly because we <laughs> we got we got to get to several people here before the hour. They all of y'all been waiting a long time. That's all right. Uh, got. A couple items: uh, Japanese beetle trap uh, uh, observation and the uh, tomatoes. Well, uh, Delbert was at the uh, hardware store and happened to, upon the uh, mouse traps, and he said, "Oh, they really have built a better mouse trap." Looks up at the Japanese beetle trap and says, "I'm going to build a better Japanese beetle trap." So he takes, goes home, takes a block of wood, and before long, he had whittled a Buddha, and he hollered it out. And uh, had a sign on the front of it that said "Free Sake." He <laughs> <Gee> was. <laughs> and then uh, went, uh, do you, do you write these or do you look for them? Oh, I, I just dream them up. And then once <laughs> uh, once the beetle got inside the uh, trap, it says "Welcome to the Kamikaze Lounge." <laughs> uh, you know, there are three people on here, and I should have gone to you third. I think, Richard. <laughs> By the way, Richard, I got your letter about the uh, farming and how there are a lot of salts on farming. Oh, yeah, and most recent, uh, I've even heard that uh, they're considering uh, condemnation or uh, for uh, land for wind farms. So that's that's pretty disturbing. Yeah. But mm. uh, oh, and then the second one, uh, the uh, uh, a cyclist named Laura rolls into a garden shop and uh, the uh, obser- she wants some ideas for a garden so the observant and knowledgeable staff says well it looks like you need a Laura Petalum alright <laughs> there you go it's, it's written written in stone you, know, write, you, you should write all these down Richard it will. and publish them I'm not sure everybody would understand them but <laughs> and uh uh, on the tomatoes, uh, I went ahead and took the risk uh, and put them in the ground. Uh, Gerald was selling at farmers market just as, just at record levels. So uh, this year, I got uh, my target was disease resistant and determinants mainly. 
I mean, determinants. So I had uh, two Bella Rosas, um, uh, and in the middle, a colic brandywine and Amelia, and then a, a two red snappers, and I got a sun gold from Phil the other day. Uh-huh. And the uh, I planted them on a really warm day, but I'm using uh, straw as mulch, so whatever remnant warmth is is there should I think I'll be okay during the uh, the cold. Okay. I'll get you a couple of five gallon. Well, that's the top of it. Yeah, you got to keep yeah. that top covered. Right. <clears throat> well, good luck with that, Richard. Yeah, and uh, but uh, it's been a, a really brisk sales week. And by the way, the farmers market Bynum's Nursery is no longer selling tomato plants this uh-huh. year. Okay. Well, Campbell Road Nursery is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's not recommending them yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard business to be in. It is. Yeah. It is, but it's honest. Richard, thank you, buddy. All right. Y'all have a great one. All right. Uh-huh. Thank you, Richard. Uh, all right. Bye. Steve, thanks for waiting. I apologize. It's totally my fault, as usual, on this show. I'm. I'm. Sometimes I'm determinate, and sometimes I'm indeterminate. <laughs> Am I on? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Who's yelling in the background? That's me. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I left you on. Uh, Herb is is next uh, in Jamesville. Of course, uh, they've had the herring festival last weekend. I guess he's still there eating. Uh, Steve, oh. Steve, what's going on? Well, we've had four, almost five inches of rain yep. here in Garland. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and you had some house fires down that way too. I'm so I sorry for those people. Been uh, asleep, so <laughs> we were talking about sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to hard. I uh, had some decent sleep last night. Yeah, I bet so. Well, uh, it's just that I've had these weird nightmarish dreams that have been waking me up. Yeah, if you're in this business long enough, you have nightmares every night. <laughs> every night. Oh, but yeah. You know, it's uh, people uh, cuckoo for cocoa puffs at the Powell Road. Um, Powell Drive uh, Community Center is our uh, monthly daily meeting. There's no determined uh, speaker, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be an interesting program for anybody who wants to come. Uh, Doors open at 645. It's usually about an hour and a half at the most. Do y'all serve cocktails? Huh? Do y'all serve cocktails there? They have snacks. (laughs) No brown bagging? Uh, well, if you want to bring something, <laughs> with you, I can keep it back in the back of the room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is uh, we're I'm in the process of refurbishing my garden, which is keeping me in my happy place. Right. And uh, I'm. Uh, it should be ready by uh, June. So. Fantastic. Yep, and uh, I tell you what, the, it, it really looks good out there. The plants are coming. Yeah, things really things are looking sharp. We'll see after all of this rain. Doesn't uh, hurt the tender stuff that's coming up. Yeah, I don't know how cold. I don't think it's going to get cold enough for that. But uh, you well, just never know. Wasn't Phil saying it was going to be thirty-eight or something? Yep, that's what they're saying. Well, as long as it's not thirty-one. Yeah. Yeah, you but just still thirty-eight's gonna. That's like putting a plant in a refrigerator, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, you just never know because it depends on the the lay of the land too. Right. I mean, yep. you know, one guy next door could get frost. 
Steve, call us back later this morning, and I promise I'll get to you faster. All right. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Let's get Herb in before we go uh, to the news. Herb, I apologize. You're sitting there, Professor. You're not used to these things. They're being held up like this. I know, but I apologize. Good morning. No problem. <laughs> Good morning. Show call me brother Herb. Uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, y'all. Did y'all have a good? Were you there for the the uh, Heron Festival? I was there. I'm going to send you a picture at your uh, mail. Uh, r- real quick, I know you're against the news. Good morning. Couple of minutes. Rufus and Phil. Good morning. Hey. All the things. Happy Easter to you and to but you. Census of. The census of gardening show. I'll throw something real quick. It is raining, raining, raining. Uh, lots of water. Last week I was rooting uh, a bonsai plant in a bucket of water, and I had an encounter with a mosquito. And I can tell you that they are in full force. So, neighbors, please yes, they are, and get rid of your buckets and things that has water because uh, they are here. Mm. Yeah, I saw one in my house. Have a great Easter, friends. And, Mike, I'm going to send you a picture in a minute. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. And I I do apologize for keeping you. I was just sitting here like a doofus. And uh, not not doing what I was supposed to. First cousin Herb to a Rufus. Yeah, and I. (laughs) It's because uh, you know you get in here. I'm I am you know working hard and tense and trying to be uh, right on the ball during the week, and I relax in here, and I forget I forget that I'm on the air almost. (laughs) I better be careful. (laughs) Thanks, Herb. All right, uh, the weekend gardener. It's not over yet. We've got two more hours, but we've already zipped through an hour. It seems like we just walked in the building a few minutes ago. That's that's the yeah. wonderful thing mm-hmm. about the weekend gardener is time passes quickly. It passes way too quickly sometimes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So it's not work. I hope listening is not work for you. <laughs> we'll talk to Ray, and we'll talk to Paul in Eden. Oh. What? Coming up on The Weekend Gardener.